The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. What up, Joe Sway? How you doing? I'm doing good right now. It's Jimmy Toscano here with Joe Sway Pavone after the Celtics defeat the Chicago Bulls 124-97. And Joe Sway, what else did they do tonight? Oh, man. They did the impossible. Well, I shouldn't <laughs> they, say it quite that way. Never but been you know done I mean. before they advanced to the next hey, round it's the first. of the NBA in-season tournament. They're the Group C, uh, what are they, divisions? Group C division winners? Group, group champ. They're the group winner. Group, group C, C winners. Yeah. yeah. C for Celtics. <laughs> as, so, as they should be, right, Jimmy? As they should be. They're uh, the best team of the group. It's what most projected and yep. look they dropped one out of these uh four group games but then when it really mattered uh they went for it Joe Mazzula went for it put his guys back in sub subbed in uh Jalen and Tatum to finish the fourth Dude. in this one I like it I'm they, into it they more than went for it they, they they practically sold out for this for this thing tonight man they were up 35 I think with, right. with the starting lineup in there in the fourth right. quarter I get it listen people I I get it I get it on one hand, okay? Clearly and clearly the Celtics... I think people just don't get thing. it. That's what it is to me. <laughs> but, get it. Yeah. but the other thing is like... Now they do. God forbid, God forbid though, something bad happens late in the fourth quarter with one of your starters in the game, up 25 points. This is my problem with with like, what do we care about most here? Now, it didn't happen. That's so what I said to Bobby tonight. too. Yeah. It didn't happen, but there's, you know, there's 30 teams playing for something at least at some point to start now there now there won't be but you know you 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 would hate for something like that to happen i don't want to i don't want to piss in everybody's uh cereal here cereal um, yeah always but, love that line but it but it is what it is the celtics advanced tonight um you know they did what they had to do this this is one of those games where like they if if they had an objective they set out and they 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 completed their objective which was to dismantle the bulls and put themselves give themselves the best chance to, you know, advance uh, in this tournament. And we weren't sure if they cared about it. We heard Jalen Brown kind of just say, yeah, whatever. You know, I think Tatum was not super like, didn't sound super pumped about it. So we weren't really sure where this team was at. I think Horford missed a game for one of them. Um, and then to be in the position that they were in, where it seemed unlikely, I, I would say, we would all agree it seemed less likely than likely that they were going to advance here going into this one. Um, did they care about it? But sure as shit, uh, sure as hell they did. They did care about it. Uh, we know. You could say that Jimmy. Missoula right. I've said worse. Actually, I, Sherrod actually said way worse last, last video. He did back. say way worse. We he got so, him in the square jar. He was so disappointed in himself. He uh, took the night off. Jeez. Um, so speaking of, yeah, speaking of Sherrod, he's, he's, uh, he's, Professor Sherrod tonight, I don't think he'll be with us. John, I think, might be in the same boat. Bobby is at the Garden along with Joe Sway, and Bobby will be joining us later. I think he's popping champagne right now in the back. Uh, after, <laughs> after the, it's like the Red Sox, like, you know, they advanced to the uh, to the divisional go round after the wild, wild card, you know, popping right. champagne in, in the locker room right now. Yeah. I don't think that's the scene in the Southwest locker room, but I did see some tweets that, that, that uh, some of the reporters, I think it was maybe Jared Weiss. There was a commotion. There was a commotion. Yeah, he, yeah. Could hear, he talked about that. Yeah, he could hear some level of of celebrating. Um, so so that uh, that again that that good for them. They're advancing. And listen, does it make the games more interesting? Well, shoot, 
if you went to the game tonight, you got to see a hell of a lot more of Tatum and Brown and and you know Holiday than you would have up up that many points in the in the fourth quarter. And maybe you wouldn't have had as big of a blow. Maybe maybe they aren't playing it playing as hard, or maybe they're not playing as uh, as long or whatever. Right. So I don't know. There's pros and cons to it, but I think we can all agree the Celtics are in it to win it at this point. So there's really no sense in fighting that. I think you're just going to have to go with the flow and uh, hope that they can just let it roll um, and pray that they don't pay for it in some other way, right? So, uh, Joe Sway, <laughs> you're at the stop. game tonight. Yeah. Thinking about someone getting injured, Jimmy. I'm not – I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I you're thinking that. it. You're thinking it. It's funny because I did I did say that to Bobby. I'm like, I'm seeing Jalen making all these, you know, moves. You know how yeah, he does. Yeah, well, he got – I'm just got, like – Jalen got like, like undercut late in the game. There, that was. I'm kinda... like Jalen rolls his ankle. You would just lose right now, wouldn't you? Right. I'm looking at Bobby. Right. He's smiling at me. Like, yeah, that would be crazy. I mean, that's that's always going to be in the back of people's minds going into this whole thing. But I think what the NBA is trying to do is obviously change things up in a sense that the beginning is going to feel weird. It's going to feel so different because mm-hmm. just the NBA has never done anything like this. But they're hoping that this is going to, in the end, right in the end um something that, that, that the fans and the, and the teams get into and i think just naturally from a competitive standpoint that's what's going to happen to a lot of these teams especially the top-notch teams like the boston celtics now joe mazula can go into this one like he did with his poker face and saying that it didn't mean anything he's not taking much stock into it but when it comes down to it when the opportunity is there your competitive side is going to take over and i think that's what the nba was betting on uh when they came up with this whole thing and obviously guys had to sign on to it or, or at least agree with it and, and you know, out of the 30 teams, if, if four or eight advanced, those are the teams that is going to obviously be the last one standing. But I think that's when you're going to get really more of that competitive basketball where you're seeing matchups between teams that you wouldn't necessarily see at this time of the year. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, what the NBA is, is, is aiming for. Uh, Jalen Brown giving us some insight in Philadelphia uh, right before the second game when he said, you know, ratings wise, the NBA is at its lowest at this time of the year. And, you know, it, it makes sense for the league to try to, to want to try to do something like this. So I, I'm, I'm into it. I mean, obviously now it's easier to say that, right? I mean, uh, I think a lot of the time people are going to feel the same way. And then they see their team, you know, in it and they see what, what, what's on the line in the sense of necessarily not just the money for the players, but it's also some bragging rights, right? It's also some, you know, play for pride, show who's the top notch at this point of the season. I think if you're the Boston Celtics, you have to feel a little bit of that, right? Especially if you're one of the better teams and you came out of the gates with with, with such a such a focus, high high level focus. And I think that carries over. I really do. You know what, Jimmy? Just imagine if this was happening in 2007, mm-hmm. like that year, just that year in particular, right? Where, where obviously the Celtics won a title, but that was the first year that KG Garnett, I mean KG Ray and and, and Pierce all came together like they would have loved something like this like what they didn't need we, it joe sway they didn't need this to have they the green light to, to have doc rivers go in there and say guys you got to beat them by 25 they would be like oh bet let's go like they would kg they, was gonna treat every single minute like it's the last they were the already doing that Are you kidding me they had everybody's uh right right but that, the competitive nature like that competitive yeah spirit takes they wanted, over they wanted to they it wanted to spend over. five hundred thousand dollars in one night i'm sure with them. well that's, that's the thing though see that's pure competitiveness right <laughs> because if it's right. about the money then that that's that takes away everything like to me it's beyond that but only for the teams that are that are at this level so if you're the boston Celtics, you're obviously one of those teams and and, and if you're you know able to go out there and send a message to the league and obviously build your self-confidence up build your, your team morale up at the same time sign me up why not you know 
where is this uh, lower third here that I'm looking for? Yeah, I wonder. I want to see what Joe Mazzulla had to say because he, man, he had such a poker face before this one, and 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 it got to the point where everyone is just thinking, man, the team. If they really want this, they're gonna have to go out there and get it because Joe Mazzulla is not gonna give them that that opportunity. But when the opportunity was there in that fourth quarter, you really thought he's gonna clear his bench? No, oh, man, he went for it. That's what you're yeah, supposed to do. Yeah, I know. And you know what, Joe Sway? Asking you shall receive. We have Joe Mazzulla after hey. the game tonight talking about uh, his thought process for this uh, tournament. What's up, Joey? If Tell yourself, like, Joe, this isn't important. This isn't important. Then suddenly it became important, or were you not telling us the truth? Like, what went from It's a process. Like, yeah. it's a process. So I took in all the information, and I didn't handle it emotionally, and I sat it and stored it in whatever part of my brain that stores information, and I waited to see if I was going to need it or not. And so, like, I don't know going into a game that we're going to be up 23. We could be down 15 because that's a distraction because we're trying to be up 23, and then you're going to be like, was your team distracted by the 23-point lead? And I'm going to have to be like, no, Gary, they weren't when they really were. And so, like, you have to eliminate distractions and focus on winning in the process towards winning. And so that's the most important thing. And so our team was focused on winning. And then when it, and what I love about our team is we've sucked in the third quarter, and we didn't today. And then they call a timeout at seven minutes to go, and we go on another run. And so we were able to build mental resilience while having a lead. And then we did it again at the start of the fourth quarter. And so, like, that pocket of the game is super important for the longevity of our team because we have to be better at playing with leads and playing when the game is technically when we think it's over. And so, like, that part is important. And then so when the process brings you to, okay, you're at 30, what do you want to do? I want to get stops. So then you do what we did. And I apologize to Andre Drummond for doing that. Um, but it gave us the best chance considering the circumstances we were in. What, a, what, what, like the longest talk about it, like the longest excuse of someone just that just could just easily have said, like, I didn't want to talk about it, you know, <laughs> but like you can't do that in the beginning of the game. So I get that. Like, I understand you can't like yeah. say that, but like, that's what it boils down to. Like, he just didn't want to talk about it. He just, you know he hates any type of distraction. He's like, no, 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 don't keep that away from my team. Oh no, that's funny. It, it's, it's interesting because these coaches, this is this is new for them too. Like they've never been in a situation in, in the NBA, anyways, where there is an in season where there's a reason to have, you know, your starting lineup in the game up thirty in the fourth quarter. You've never had that reason to do that before, and so now you have you're kind of given stuck in this tough situation where you want to obviously do what the players want, which is they want to win this game and they want to win by a certain amount because they want to advance. But you also want to make the right decision for the long-term uh, benefit of the team. And you're weighing those things. There's money on the line. I think even the coaches get money too. So, you know, how much of that is is them coaching for some extra bucks there? How much of that is them trying to do what's best? You know, so there's a lot, well, of, extra vacation. A lot of balls in the air here, right? So I think at the end of the day, it worked out. Um, I think Missoula is telling the truth. It's situational. You have to see how things are going. If they were down, or if it was a close game, um, you know how to, you know obviously if it's a close game, you're still gonna have the starters in there. Right. But, but at some point, you have to say, okay, we have a real shot at hitting that number twenty three, right? Right. And plus, I mean, you know the other, you know the other side of that coin, right? Like if he goes out there and like, you know what, um, we're going for it, guys. We got to do it. And then the Celtics either lose or they they win by like seven. He's got to go back up there and be like. Well, you know, you know, I mean, he has to go. Through, he has to comb through those questions of, well, what did you change about your game plan to go out there and want to, you know, 
for, for the, to enable your team to win by 20 plus, you know, uh, what went wrong or like, what was your, like those type of questions. Joey hates that. Like he doesn't want to have to explain himself about something that, you know, it was a decision that was premeditated going in. So he did the right thing. I mean, like he said, you, you go through the motions, you, you, you know what? <laughs> it would actually go against everything he's been preaching since day one, right? Where he always talks about in-game situations and all that stuff. So yeah, it yeah. makes a lot of sense. Like you, you, you go into the situation, and again, if the opportunity's there, you're gonna go for it. I'm just happy he did that because uh, he had he had me fooled. He had a lot of us fooled in that pre-game uh, pressure when he just says it's, yeah, it's what, not what it's not something he's going for. Pressure, Joseph, he literally heard it verbatim goes zero when he says you know how important or you know your, your how much stock you put into this game and, and having to beat a team by 23 plus he puts he said zero zero stock going into it which probably truthful right i mean it's not like he went into the game right you know telling everyone or at least like playing or at least having a game plan set up that way but he could have easily pulled his starters at the six minute mark eight minute mark right seven minute mark so i think that part is where he's saying he's going for that's the message he sent and i think it's the right thing you know i I just i just think it's something that um it's very joe missoula you know when you when you think about um what he's been preaching from from day one about uh, in-game situations and just being ready to to react to anything that that you know that pops up yeah and and there's definitely some truth to what joe is saying you you can't just go in saying all right let's win by 30 because you because it's like going up to a bat and, and you're down six and you're trying to score six runs with one swing. Like you've got to, you've got to play the game the way you put to get yourself in that position. So you just got to keep playing your style of basketball. And if you play the right way, lo and behold, you'll, you'll win by 30 or whatever it is, but you, you can't go in saying we need to do this in order to, you know, win by this amount. So I can see why he would pregame try to downplay it want his guys to approach the game the same way they would approach uh, any any game that they want to win and, and and play well in. And then, yeah, mid midway through or at some point during that second half, they, the staff or Joe or the players come to the realization that, okay, we put ourselves in a position to hit that number and let's go for it. And, you know, I mean, why not? So I, I, I see where he's coming from, where you, you, you can't just – say from you know the jump we got we're going to win by 24 tonight because then you're pressing you're forcing things you're you're overthinking things uh you maybe you're trying to play hero ball if you're you know one of the scorers on the team and we've seen that before and it doesn't end well so right approach tonight and it worked out um so they advanced to uh uh what is this the knockout round there it is right there in the on the screen there we don't know who they're going to play yet I think Joe Sway, you said the next game is either Tuesday or Wednesday. Don't worry, guys. Bobby will, Bobby will yeah, have Tuesday this whole Wednesday. thing. Bobby will have this whole thing bro- broken down for us. So why don't we save a little bit of that convo for when he gets here? Um, Joe Sway, there, there was a game tonight other than the fact that they advanced. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they got they got 30 points from good friend Jalen Brown. Um, thought he was great tonight on both both ends, but especially in transition, just getting out. 12 of, the, 12 of 23 from the field, 3 of 8 from 3. Eight rebounds, six assists, three turnovers, and a plus 22. And, um, you know, there's been some criticism going around about um, his effectiveness, I think, in certain lineups. And and I'm just I'm bringing that up because he was a plus 22 tonight. So clearly um, positive effect uh, when he was in the game. Yeah, and you saw that on both ends of the floor. Just very active, uh, getting into uh, the passing lane and just really treating this like a, like a playoff game. And I don't – 
and I don't mean that to try to say like, oh, Jalen doesn't do this all the time, but you, you just want to see more of it and just see it on, on a consistent uh, consistent level on both ends. I mean, this is this is a this is a, a throwback game, right? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just kidding. I mean, Jalen Jalen's efficient overall, but he's he's always been known to to, to shoot, you know, um, anywhere around fifty percent from the floor, and that's what we got tonight, right? Fifty two percent, total twenty three. Um, when the when the three point shot wasn't falling, he, he started to do other things, and, th and that's exactly what you want to see out of Jalen. Um, did catch him do a couple of hockey assists, you know? Mm, okay. You know, here in the uh, Celtics post game show, we keep a close eye on that. We should probably <laughs> yeah. uh, should probably put that into a box score or something. But no, I, I mean like that's the stuff. Track that. Yeah. That's the stuff he might, he might actually he might case. start doing. If he hasn't, he, he might start yeah. doing it after the show. Yeah. But um, that's the kind of stuff you want to see out of Jalen. And the rest of the team, man, just everything just sort of fell into place. You saw Drew Holiday just sort of see everyone was, was feeling it, clicking. And he's like, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to get my shots here and there, but you guys do your thing, right? He was just like be more of a facilitator and uh, on-ball defender yeah. and just Thoughts keeping, on the, Drew tonight? keeping just, the yeah, bulls at bay. Yeah, the yeah, for sure. He looked good, man. He looked good. I was a, a little concerned, but he's your, back. So. Your ner is, your, is your nerve number down a little bit? You were at six, I think, last game. I, I I switched it to a four immediately. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. When you when you recalibrate it to a four. Okay. Yeah, I think I mean again. Porzingis is still on the bench, but we could talk it, about that another day. It was a great holiday night. Fourteen, seven, and nine for him. I mean, that's that's perfect, right? I mean, that's what you Lord. want. Yeah. Um, turnovers. It. What did he have? Three turnovers. So you know you'd like those to tick down a little bit, but that's going to happen from time to time. Um, but certainly a better game um, than he had. Um, prior to going down with that injury, he had a couple of tough ones there. Some people, I won't name names, but Bobby was saying that he was uh, reminding him of Marcus Smart, which I thought was kind of mean. But um, there's Holiday's line there. It was kind of mean. I don't yeah. think that was uh, justified. Plus 19 from him. And then, um, so yeah, you had a, you know, you had one of those Celtics games that it just it just felt like they were clicking. And, and just clearly, I mean, the Bulls were, the Bulls are no real, match or contender for for a team like the Celtics they're not going to be a team nah. that we're going to be talking about uh you know a few months from now uh, to put it lightly um they just aren't and one of the things I was kicking myself about just when and I said this in our chat I don't know what the what the um line was going into tonight I I I don't remember what I don't know what the line was but when you have a situation where if the Celtics are playing for something in terms of scoring by a certain amount of points right you kind of eliminate. I felt, like a, I felt like a gambler today. Yeah, you kind of eliminate, or you greatly reduce the chance of a backdoor cover because the starters are going in there longer. They're trying to win by as many points as they can, and you don't just stick. You don't just put the bench in with six minutes left in the game, and you know watch them. You know watch the lead dwindle down to you know eight from from twenty. So kind of kicking myself about that. I think um, you know that's something that we should <clears throat> we should look at. You know, next year, something we can should consider. I think Are you Vegas, looking for some e some easy money, Jimmy? Yeah, right. Vegas is trying to is trying to figure that out. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel. You know what's America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar money line bet. Look, if you're not good at math, you, you, you even you know that's a good deal. I mean, I'm not good at math, and I, I know that's a good deal. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use, so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and kick off your NFL season. FanDuel, 
official partner of the NFL. All right, here we go, folks. Now pay attention to this. 21 plus and present in Massachusetts. Hope is here. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. What else, Josue? You were there with Bobby tonight. Were you guys sitting near each other? Or were you guys yeah, yeah, we yeah. were. Man. Bobby was freaking out. Was <laughs> he, he had the, uh, he? He had he had the games going. Oh, yeah. You already know. We had a, we had the whole uh, – the whole. we had everything covered, mm-hmm. <laughs> the spread uh, throughout that second half. And, um, yeah, I mean, I just felt like the Celtics, it was it – was, anything – you know, for anything that's in their control, they were going to take care of. You got that sense by halftime it, mm-hmm. during our halftime hit uh, video. I was like, man, this is, you know, it's not entirely up to them. So you know, we can't say it's set in stone here, but obviously the Brooklyn Nets did their part. And uh, so did the New York Knicks. So, yeah, I just feel like when the Celtics um, are, are, when they rise to the challenge like that, and whether it's in season tournament or, or not, I mean, that's the, this is the kind of outcome you get. But especially, Jimmy, when, they're making uh, 20 plus three pointers, man. I feel like that's like the uh, season high, right? Yeah. Well, I just feel like in in general, it was like 18, 19, 20, I don't know, somewhere around there, 17, 20. Like that's really their, their kind of their sweet spot. Um, and and I don't mean like they have to hit that just in order to, for them to uh, to win, but when they're when they're shooting at that rate and the offense is clicking, when most of the time it is, because the two sort of go hand in hand, uh, especially against this Bulls team. This is this is what you get. You get a um, a blowout win. And you get like five guys scoring in double figures, man. Like this is easy, even on a night when you don't have Kristaps Porzingis, which I'm going to continue to um, keep an eye on because I, I just I just think it's important. I I, I want to see this team uh, have nights like this without Porzingis, especially if we're talking, um, you know, up to a week or potentially more, depending on 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 how his body responds. But we don't want to have to, you know, be crossing our fingers for the next report saying this team really needs him to come back. This is the kind of uh, game you want to see from the Celtics team without Porzingis, and uh, they they certainly delivered tonight. And they had Porzingis on the broadcast and actually sounded like he was in good spirits. He actually said that he's having, I think he said he's having the most fun or the best time he's ever had, you know, in the league, you know, at this age. No, he doesn't uh, even have to tell us, man. Like, we're not exaggerating. When people say it, yeah, man, like he he just doesn't stop smiling. Like, especially when he comes out to do his pregame routine and obviously the crowd's going and everything, but like, like while he's going through it, he's just he just loves this environment, this atmosphere, and he talks mm-hmm. about it any any chance he's you know he gets, especially um, on on the marquee matchup nights, and almost felt like he he did mention the New York Knicks, you know, his first couple of years, and how there was some of that going on, especially with the uh, the crowd and all that and that type of environment. But overall, he's like, there's really nothing like this, you know. I, I'm it's it's contagious. It really gets me going and. When someone had a follow-up uh, question about the technical files thing, he's like, you know what? Maybe I'm just getting too hype up. I'm too excited. Yeah. <laughs> and, and my body language and it's just referees are quick to give me a technical file to calm me down. But that was the best way he could describe it. You know, I love that. Listen, I mean, I've said it on this show for years and years, and I was saying it years before the show. Give me guys who are emotional, who show passion out there, who want to play hard, who wear their heart on their sleeve. I'm not saying do it in a way that hurts the team, but I think anyone who is from the Boston area or follows, you know, kind of like the Boston sports scene 
No. Or if, even if they lived here for like four years, right? right. <laughs> like if you've spent a handful of years here, right? Knows that fans gravitate towards players who are passionate and who who take pride in putting on the jersey, regardless of the sport. You know, they they care more about the name on the front than the name on the back. And and so far, that's kind of how you get you get that impression with Porzingis. Um, and he's buying in. Um, it it definitely seems like he's hitting it off with some teammates. We've heard all about. Uh, the relationship with Jalen Brown, uh, you know, their carpool buddies and all that stuff. And they live in the same building. And that's great because the more, you know, like on the same page you can get with, with, your, with your teammates and become friends and finish each other's sentences. There you go, Joe Sway. The more you can do those things, the better off you're going to be. And, and we see it on the court and we're not seeing it obviously with Porzingis right now, but you've seen it with holiday, for example. I mean, he comes back on back uh, onto the team tonight and they don't skip a beat. Um, he has a, he has a really solid game. They take care of business. I mean, you've got, you've got, um, you know, more, I think much more stable starting lineup when, when you've got holiday in that in there. Um, and so, you know, that pushes one of the bench guys, you know, back to the bench, which I think we can all agree is a good thing. Banton, Banton went back to the bench tonight, 14 minutes, uh, five points. And, um, you know, he was actually a plus 10 tonight. But, um, you know, it, it, the bench needs all the heads they can get, right? So, um, you know, you had Pritchard gave you 22 minutes tonight, 11 points. And Hauser still doing his thing, Joe Sway, still throwing no, down dunks. Sam loves that, man. Like when He's he got addicted that, to, the, to the dunk game. Now, when he got that alley-oop last week, he was like, hey, I, I – I do this, you know, like back in my day, like he's had some sort yeah. of experience. So like, Hey, I can, this is not new to me. So tonight, man, when, Playground. He, when he threw that thing down, he looked like just a little kid, like with the 50, uh, 50 excitement and 50, 50 crazy. Like, Hey, look at me. Like you saw that. You saw that, right? Like, I don't know, man. It was great. It was a great moment for Sam. I'm happy for him. <laughs> nice dunk right it's, off, right off the rebound. It's, it's there. not just three pointers with you, Sam. I like it. I love it. I, yeah. I, I'm a believer now. It wasn't a fluke last week. I get it. Um, <laughs> 12, three of 12 from the field. Yeah. Two of 10 from three. I mean, I wouldn't say uh, that's the line you want to see every night. No, but, I'm uh, saying at this point, Jimmy, either way, send this guy to All Star Saturday night, man. Like, oh, whether he's in the three point contest or the dunk contest, shit, put him in both if that's how he feels. <laughs> Why not? First player to win them both. I that? mean, you solidify a, a, a rotation spot. You, uh, you, you, you're creeping into opposing teams' scouting reports. You're throwing it down. You know, that one, that one's going to make Sports Center. Maybe a couple more dunks, he'll uh he'll he'll, he'll pop up on uh, the NBA's radar. But yeah, man, great night for uh for um Hauser. Here we go. What do we got here? Super chat from V Tony Vicente. Thank you. He said thought it was pretty funny when JT oh, was thanks, encouraging Banton to make a risky assist between traffic. It's the Celtics way, I guess. So I didn't. I don't know if I saw that. One. Yeah, I mean, to me, that was the old. Uh, hey, man. Give me the ball. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> the uh, third string guard forward. Give me the ball. It's my well, turn. You know well, I mean? Peer pressure. Do what right. say if, if you want to get out there and play. You're trying to go to Vegas, right? Give me the ball. Like, yeah. I don't know. Something like that. I think we're all trying to go to Vegas now. It's starting to get real. I might have to go to Vegas if uh, if this happens. Let's do so, it. Um, anyway, speaking of Vegas. Jimmy in Vegas. You've been to Vegas? I've been to Vegas once. They, they don't let me back, though. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say you gotta tell me that story. Probably right. off, probably I'll off there. <laughs> that one. I went, I went with B Rob. I went with B Rob way back in the day, actually. What? Yeah, you we went, went with we went to Star League together. Yo, I gotta Great hear that. Story. Is this time. single B Rob? 
Everybody's single in Vegas, Joe. Smith. Maybe he just got married. Everybody's oh, single. it was that kind of trip. Oh, damn, Jimmy. No, yeah, we no, talk about that. Kidding. I'm just yeah, kidding. I'm just Patreon kidding. episode coming out. Check it out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That Celt- one was selling. Celtics at Pacers on <laughs> Monday, according to Bobby Manning, who is breaking breaking news. Bobby, um, that is going to be the next matchup. Looks, looks like we got Derek White. Uh, like he spoke, so we'll have a clip from him coming up. Cool, we got a little Derek White clip, but that is going to be the next. Um, that is going to be the next, uh, I guess, tournament game. Celtics at Pacers on Monday, so a little bit of Halliburton there, I guess, coming back. So it'll be man, he's been balling. That's uh, that's NBA's uh, or Eastern Conference Player of the Week, Halliburton. Uh, excuse you, Jimmy. Is he? I missed yeah, that. Man. Tyrese has been balling. Oh, I know he's been balling. I didn't know that he got the. Uh, so the someone, someone put up a, a a graphic. It wasn't like stat memes for somebody, but like some NBA uh, page put up a graphic that compared his numbers to um, who was it? Um, Westbrook's Westbrook's MVP season. I'm like, all right, hold on a second. Like all it's right. way too soon. Like those numbers, and they were his were clearly obviously better as you can imagine. We're what 17 games into the regular season, so I'm like, all right, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta wait till at least a half half season point to compare MVP numbers, right? Like that's a whole season worth. So, but Hey, Tyrese is balling right now. I don't, I don't know where uh, he stands in the MVP conversation. Oh, he's up there, dude. He's this up there early, right now. but is that really like that? That I mean, happens no convo right now, but he's yeah. He's okay. All right, good. Straight up. Yeah. yeah all right. So we're on the same page because yeah, yeah. There, there are sites that do that. It's like, Oh, you can all, bet on it right now. I bet all I they need is three weeks and they want to start listing like, <laughs> Who's in the running for MVP? It's like, really? Come on, man. We've got 82 games of this. And we haven't even gotten into the in-season tournament. Jeez. I know. It's it's crazy. But this is the the gambling world we live in. If Actually, if I go to NBA odds right now. So true. And I go to NBA awards. Here we go. Awards. NBA regular season MVP. Where is? Halliburton's like oh, fourth. No, no, he's not even on the list, dude. I guess we're just yeah. idiots. Oh, here he is. He's plus four thousand. He's plus four thousand okay. right now. So you bet a hundred to win four thousand. The favorite right now is Jokic at plus two hundred. To give you an idea of how far away Halliburton is from the conversation. Uh, and our friend Jason Tatum is fourth right now at plus eight fifty. So All right. those numbers will change. And Bede is right above him at plus seven hundred. Sixers come to town on Friday. We have a very important super chat to put post up right here, Joe Sway. Oh, shoot. What we got? This is from the Nick Gelso himself. Is it nice? He oh, wants, shoot. He wants everybody to know he's paying $10. He's paying $9.99 to say this. He sat immediately behind Joe Mazzulla's wife tonight. Seriously. In case you think he was joking, he's serious about That's it. That's awesome. That means he got some dope seats. That's all. We're not going to say anything else more about that other than Nick felt the need to share that. Nick, congratulations. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I hope you didn't say anything too embarrassing that that uh, Mrs. Missoula could overhear. Uh, <laughs> you might need to move your seat uh, in the future. I, I didn't even think about that, Jimmy. Yeah, you should. I'm thinking about if he said something to her face, but the things he's saying just in general might might have been way worse. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, hopefully actually. that wasn't the case. <laughs> hopefully. Well, but I'll put it this way. Hopefully he knew the whole time where yeah. he was sitting, right? Like, I think he had to if he known. didn't, he might have slipped up. It's all about that, 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 you know, celeb lifestyle. So he But knew. then again, look, the Celtics they, they did what they were supposed to. So he probably kept this somewhat PG. If, if they true. if they lost and they were playing horribly, oh man, he's a that's swear, true. swear to Lord. 
You know, I've been looking for the best deal on Celtics tickets, and with over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app. There are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeek, including concerts, sports festivals, and more. With the NFL, NBA, and NHL seasons of full swing, you don't want to miss out. SeatGeek has your tickets to every game. Plus, artists like Travis Scott are on tour. They put all the tickets across the web in one place to make sure you're getting a good deal. Each ticket is rated on a scale of 1 to 10, so look for the green dots. Green means good and red means bad. Every ticket is backed by their buyer guarantee, and SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event with swaps. So as you know, I always come through for you guys. You can use my code DREAMERSPRO for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with promo code DREAMERSPRO. Make sure you check the link in the description to download the app. We promised a Derek White bite. We are going to deliver on a Derek White bite. Answering if money is an incentive for the players to play harder. You gonna lie? You gonna lie, D White, or what? You gonna lie? I gotta ask you about the money, the prize money. Is it an incentive to play harder in the season tournament? Um, I mean, is it obviously gonna be nice? Uh, anytime you get extra money, it's gonna. Uh, be nice and it's something to to shoot for especially some guys and uh that are early in their career or whatnot so um yeah definitely it's definitely something that i think maybe some guys are thinking about more than others and um it's definitely gonna be nice to have translation hell yeah it, hell yeah money is money, helps. money <laughs> yeah. is money if somebody said here's 500 you get five hundred thousand dollars if you do this uh Damn right, it's gonna be a incentive to go ahead and. Do yeah, it. man. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't care how. I don't care how rich you are, man. Do not insult us by uh, going up there and being like half million yeah. is nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. that's something for you peasants, no. but not yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah. No, Appreciate you, you guys. Nathan Knight or something on the team. Like, yeah, he's gonna be like, hell yeah, it's incentive. These dudes better ball out, hit that number. I wish we could just have bench cam for these games, just to see them be like, yes, yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, Derek just like pauses for like 10 seconds, just like, hey, why don't you go ask Banton that play or something like that? No. I wonder what happens like if you let's say you're not in the league right now, but you just like you signed a 10-day or whatever it is, you signed a, a contract, you're you're on the team for the remainder of the year. You get that money too, or do you have to like I know be on the question. team like at the start of the year, or do you have to be on the team just when they win the game? Like will Gabriel will Gabriel get a check? Yeah. Question. If you get sent to Maine, if you get sent to Maine, like the the game before, like, oh no, Walsh got Walsh should get a check. No, I mean he did get called I up. Know. I don't know. I don't know. He did get called up, but regardless, that I would I would think so. Like he's he was in the uh, he was in it from the beginning. You know what I mean? It's like it's like the guy who gets the championship ring, even though he got traded in like November. You know, <laughs> he yeah, still gets right, a ring. Right. He, yeah, he still, he still gets, gets a ring. Absolutely, he should get a ring. But then, then NBA is like, no, 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 a ring in this half a million. Then, no, absolutely. And then like fifteen years later, you see that like. Uh, former champion of former champions uh selling his ring and you're like who and then you look it's like that dude was on the team gay <laughs> Pruitt yeah you I was just your... gonna say Gabe Pruitt. <laughs> just gonna say that Gabe Pruitt selling his Gabe Pruitt man <laughs> we should try to get Gabe Pruitt on the show he probably has some good stories oh he I definitely I want to I just want to I want to hear all the uh uh, bus ride, plane ride stories. I want those yeah, just exclusively, yeah. like especially from him because he was probably paying more attention than the other. He was probably just watching. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna get in this game. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play this. But one. look at these the three future Hall of Famers who I grew up watching <laughs> put together this championship run. Like he must have been loving it. Oh, we got some. Gay Pruitt, youngest don't know, man. You had to be the. You had to be the. I guess Jalen Brown's currently speaking on this tournament and, and might not be as uh, positive on it as other people are, but we'll we'll get that clip over to you guys at some point too. Ahmed is working hard behind the scenes, clipping clipping vids, getting My quotes, dude. doing all the doing all the dirty work for us. So we appreciate you, Ahmed. And uh, sounds like Jalen Brown has a, a quote worth putting up at some point too. I know Bobby is. Uh, probably in that interview, or oh, I thought probably, that you were gonna say that was the quote. He was <laughs> like, getting what? true, he was getting true, oh, he said, and then he was coming on. So, um, we'll wait for him. Um, Xanis, yeah. I thought Xanis might do a surprise appearance, but you know why he's not because he he because they won, he'd have to do apology cam right now and apologize for for his um in season tournament take. I think so, he's not gonna want to do that. I think I would bet half a million that he probably wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. There's no way he says that's an apology, no, apology camp worthy. You'll never see an apology camp from John, I don't think, which is fine. Which is fine. Um, if Jalen wins MVP, yes, probably. <laughs> Maybe. Like I said, you'll never get one. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, what else we got tonight? I got. I see a lower third of Horford here. Got a nice yeah, I mean, Horford. Horford tonight, man. Horford's, man. Your, Horford's your boy. It was it was like whenever the Bulls forgot about him, there was another three going through the net, you know. And then you what you had three blocks, man. The guy was a the guy was just um, back again. Yeah, man. Like every time I feel like every time he's on the floor, it was just that that same type of energy. And and then you you seen that um, a little bit with Luke. Luke, I, I like this spin move he did with these. Well, he's been working on. He's getting it. swaggy a little bit. Okay. So when he gets caught on the switch. And the guard's like, oh, I'm going to break this guy's ankle or whatever. Right when he goes past him, he does this, like, spin move and meets him at the rim. And he did that a couple of times. The first one was a success. The second one was a foul. And, um, yeah, I think it's just something something he's working on when he gets caught on the switch with lower, with uh, with shorter guards, quicker guards, I should say. Um, he's able to um, give him enough space but meet him at the rim at the same time, so to speak. Uh, people who watch the game tonight know what I'm talking about. But, um, yeah, I, I think that type of stuff is is, is what's going to keep Cornell on the floor, especially in those little those short stints um, that I personally think are beneficial for the Celtics, especially throughout this uh, uh, week or week and a half without Kristaps Porzingis. But yeah, man, Al um, Al set the tone for sure, and you saw that carry over with the second unit. Facts, my dog. No, I'm just kidding. I was. Yo, no, I was gonna say that. <laughs> Now that's like <laughs> that's like yeah. What the hell was you just saying? <laughs> that's what I hear now. No, I can't do that when it's just me and you. I have to actually pay attention. To that I don't think you can do it with Zanis now. We we done established it. So here's the thing: facts, my dog. It, it's not always I'm not paying attention. Sometimes, and I said this to somebody in the YouTube comments because I do sometimes I do go back and forth on the YouTube comments after the show. Sometimes next day, facts, my dog. Sometimes is I just agree. I disagree with I just agree with what you said with what you said. So instead of just repeating the same thing, just go facts, my dog, like facts. Like, that's, that's true. See, Jimmy, that's how I use it. But. That's how I use it sometimes. And other times, I'll be honest, like I just spaced out for, for like a minute and there's dead air and I just go facts, my dog, because Kimberly, bro, that's me, that's me pretending spacing out it's not, not, not one of my things, you know, I actually have no idea that's what you so. just said. Yeah, no, definitely not. You see, know. you just spaced out. <laughs> 
But yeah, I always I always double down on what what, what was just said. That's what that's what it is. But Horford's Horford had a great game, but Horford's one of those guys where it's like, okay, are we trying to limit his minutes, or are we trying to win this in season tournament? I don't want to harp on it, but that's just that's the struggle I have with trying to figure out if it's a good or a bad thing, right? If you care about winning the tournament, if you genuinely care about winning the tournament and you're a fan, then 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 fine. Right. Well, well Jimmy, if you want, I guess line, where I'm at is I just you want to line up I, a big fat. I told you so. We could do that. That's fine. No, I don't. <laughs> I just I just don't know where where you draw the line because at the end of the regular season or halfway through the playoffs, are you going to say, oh well? These guys are tired. It's a long season. They played da, 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 on this many minutes and this and that. Or are you still gonna are you gonna rest enough towards the back end of it where it's not gonna matter? I don't know. I guess these are all things that these are just questions that I ask. I just gotta ask the questions, guys. I'm not no. saying one way or the other if it was the right thing or the wrong thing. I'm just saying it's a thing. And then you guys can determine for yourselves uh what you think. That's all. That's all. That's all I'm doing, Joe Sway. Trying to balance the older guys with trying to win the in-season tournament. It seems like it might be a big sacrifice at the in the end. If you don't, for the teams that don't win, you go all the way there, you don't win. No one's going to remember the loser of the first the team that lost. That's for sure. Yeah. So I don't know, a little bit of a sacrifice or a risk that you that you have to give to to do it. But yeah, I mean, players I, I are just... clearly in. The players are clearly in, and if they're in, then well, yeah. I think the biggest the biggest reason for that is that all of these games are counting towards a regular season record, right? So, well, besides the championship game, so maybe that's the part where you you gonna raise the teams gonna have to, you know, decide what's most important. Do you right. keep your guy on the bench? Do you uh, continue to rest or rehab uh, a particular player, even though you have a good shot of winning this whole thing? And that's that, that's a tricky situation. But I mean, at the same time, though, if you're the Celtics, you, you're going to approach it the way you sort of approach this game. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe at, at the end of that fourth quarter, all these guys are healthy. You know, you're not going to rush Porzingis back and throw him in there. At least I don't think the Celtics would unless they 100 percent felt like he was, um, you know, healthy enough to, to participate. So I, I just think when the when the games are counting towards your your final regular season record, I think that's what that's enough incentive. That's enough incentive for guys to take this thing seriously, and that's enough for them to say whoever they're playing against. You know, uh, we have to put our best foot forward and, and you know, uh, go, go out there and, and, and compete. That's really what it boils down to. And, and if guys say one thing but then act on another when they're in that situation, then again, that's a lot of that. That's just the competitiveness taken over. That's the competitive side of most NBA players, especially if you're playing on one of these top tier teams. And if you're still in this thing heading to Vegas, then you're at least right now you're one of the top tier teams in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, look, I just think the Celtics—not um, that they like surprise themselves—but just given the sort of the odds going into the going into tonight, I think they're um, they're they're they feel accomplished. You know, I feel like they they they're like, man, like we uh, we did what we were supposed to do. You know, I, I do think that they think of themselves as the best team in the NBA. I think that we we still believe that. You know, with or without Porzingis. What do you? And, this is what this is what those teams do. They they take care of these games. We're gonna go into a soundbite in a second, but I want to ask you first, Josue. What's up? Was it was it strange tonight watching one team just run up the score? I guess yeah. like with their starters late in the game. It's not something that you that you see often. Yeah, a little bit. It was. It it just had that sort of real feel to it because you're seeing all of the uh, end of the bench guys like on their feet and cheering. And just like wait, you guys supposed to be playing right now. So yeah, it was okay. a little weird. It was a little weird. All right, we're gonna before B- B- Bobby. 
Stay right there. Don't stop. Don't say a peep. We're going to get Drew Holiday right now uh, talking um, about this. It's right before the end of You're uh, so rude. I don't know. No, uh, so that I guess like maybe there's some things I don't agree with, but also with this. Rules and, um, we also want to win. We want to make the tournament and have the best seat that we can. So I don't like it, but I understand. What part of it do you not like? Kind of up the score, yeah, running the score. Um, I get the point differential, but it just feels weird. Uh, kind of like you're kind of disrespecting the game and, and your opponent, um, especially when, I mean, obviously they do what they want. They didn't have their starters in. But, um, you know, it just, like I said, it feels weird, but I also understand it. And so do the basketball gods, Drew. Don't you worry about it. Basketball gods understand it. Interesting. Drew Holiday with some, um, I don't know, like diff different sort Hot of take. take. Hot take. Yeah, different sort of take there on, on the on the uh, NCAA tournament. We'll bring in. Wow. Wow. Yo. Just like did he, that. Did Bob he want the first like say? That. Maybe that's I was, what it was. I was just going to bring in Bobby very professionally. I was just going to give you a hard time for yelling at him before we went to that clip. Try that again. I don't know what to do now. We're going to bring in Bobby here uh, to discuss those comments from Drew. Bobby, I think you were there for those, but just yep. why don't we start with, uh, well, what's your reaction to those Drew comments and then take us through um, just your overall thoughts on the Celtics uh, advancing in this tournament. I understand the comments. Obviously, a lot of guys in this league are friends, uh, have good relationships. Even Joe, after the game, I think, wanted to stay on good terms with both Billy Donovan, who we talked to in the hallway after his presser, uh, as well as Andre Drummond, who we made a pretty concerted effort. Uh, you know, Bulls PR were trying to set up a meeting between Drummond and Missoula right after the pressers. So um, a lot of effort on the Celtic side to, you know, maintain relations with the Bulls there because they clearly didn't want to do this. And Joe had signaled before the game that they weren't going to do it. And then, of course, as I'm sure you guys hit on, that he decided once they were in that range to go for mm -hmm. it. So I understand all the players' perspectives. Jalen just said he's not crazy about it either. Um, you know, Derek didn't have a strong opinion on it. Uh, but I loved it. And, in fact, well, we know. Joe's we 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 know. I'm sure Joe Sway told you just how excited I was sitting there going through Did all you the scores. a couple of monitors going? Yep. I was counting up math on the fly. You know, Bobby, you had you had the uh, the spectators like <laughs> like coming over to go see, get a look at the score. They were like yeah, looking at your laptop. the stadium, looking over his shoulder. Yeah. They're like, "Yo, yeah. Bobby's got it, guys. Come through." Like, Matthew. <laughs> I was I was talking to Nick at halftime, trying to teach him, and even I didn't fully grasp it. So trying to teach him. Obviously, this is insane. We were confusing. all learning tonight. It was insanely confusing. No one could understand it, other than like one handful of writers. Um, so they got to figure out not only how to curb so doing something that the players don't want to do here in the running up the scores and making fans understand the scenarios more. I think the easy solution is just to have more games. I mean, there shouldn't be a 50 way tie at the end of this thing for the last spot. Like there was pretty much tonight. It's a good um, so point, yeah. I think you should play every team in your division twice, probably extend it out a little bit, maybe closer to Christmas. I don't know, but this was great. Sitting here trying to figure it out. Uh, the fourth quarter of this blowout game that we'd all be falling asleep through or just going to get a snack during being as exhilarating as it was is exactly what the NBA was looking for here. Um, and it really went right down the wire. They won by, what, 27 after needing a win by 23? 
Uh, Bulls made yeah. a couple of runs there. They had a hack drumming. There was some real strategy going into it in this fourth quarter blowout starters are running back to the scores table. It was wacky. It was fun. This is a game that Jimmy, you probably would have skipped <laughs> if there was no stakes here. So oh, no. this is great. This is exactly what the NBA was looking for here. This I love Jimmy, this idea. Look at this comment. The final should be the Christmas day game. That would right, be sick. something like that. That would be cool. Jim that would really get players to want to play though. Cause the lever wants, well, I'm not sure. Do players want to play at Christmas? Some probably do and some probably don't. That might be hard. Anyways, well, yeah. it's hard because the, the the NBA has to have that slate of games. You you can't predict who's going to – unless you do it on the fly, unless you make that's, that schedule you, weeks before. You could just make one – yeah, that's true. Cause, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe have maybe have all eight teams – make sure that their arenas are available, I guess, for that. For that yeah, Christmas. that's a good point. Jimmy, let me put Never it this mind. way. Never mind. Stupid idea. Just kidding. It was good. This was one of the most fun games I've ever covered. Oh shit! Here we go. Just stop. Oh, just stop. It was. It was. Just stop. You've been to yeah, man. many playoff games. There's Bobby. some reporter covering the Pistons right You've now. That's been like... to Celtics, Lakers. Who hasn't even Warriors, hasn't even covered a playoff Sixers. game? Yeah, dude. You need to just. You, you know what? I. I'm it. Will you? I wish I knew how to uh, tangle you for that comment, Bobby, but I won't. No, let, let that one slide. Let, him, let, let him cook. Let him slide. cook. Go ahead, Bobby. I wish you could navigate the betting. <laughs> all right, all right. Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, explain yourself. Explain Explain why. Because you were the fumbling over the scores on the other games? Yes. Like, that's why. Watch another game. This was like the last day of the regular season where you're trying to see if you're getting in the playoffs. Uh, that's that's exciting to me. There were so many games that had consequence to it. You're juggling two scenarios, and then you're trying to see the sideline figure it out. Like Joe turned to the bench at one point and clearly asked someone what was going on, and then you saw <laughs> the players start piling back into the game there. And honestly, Jimmy, we didn't know coming in whether or not they'd go for this. So when they did, it was a big surprising moment. And I'll say it again, that fourth quarter would have just been one of the most boring quarters of the season otherwise. But instead, it's blown just many, just... Bobby. They've blown many fourth quarters. The Celtics have. I mean, don't just assume that it wouldn't right. have been interesting in some other way. I'm just sad we're never going to get the whole. Uh, in fact, this... it would have been a closer fourth quarter, Bobby. It would have been in some cases. Bulls fans may have been more interested in it. Yeah. I On feel the like other if hand, the Celtics, if the Celtics didn't pull this off, I feel like Bobby would have been like, "Man, this thing. I don't think it's going to work." <laughs> a lot of it, issues. Then got to get rid of yeah. this thing. I mean, I'm sitting there watching four games. Like. What is this? Like, like you would have been. No, I mean, I mean you, I, you are you are saying that they need to they need to change. Yeah, this has to be. Yeah, yeah. No, they need to make it more fan friendly and, of course, more player friendly because obviously there's as, more user friendly. Jeez, I don't think anyone yeah, can understand of, this thing. Speaking of player friendly, we got a clip here from Jalen Brown, who uh, I guess we'll just let you guys listen to it since I don't know what the hell he said. Anyways, tough because uh, I mean that's just not how. The game is supposed to be played, you know. Um, one, you got to respect your opponents, and and two, like you know, it's just weird setup. You know, we understand the rules, but like if I was another team, I'd be upset as well if we were doing, you know, the hacker drumming in the middle of the fourth quarter. But you know, um, our coaching staff made their decisions, and we we stick with it. How do you feel about the kind of the change in thinking? Uh, you know, personally, I don't really have a comment on it. Um, I think that, you know, the agenda has been to, 
to try to increase competition, to increase revenue, to kind of make it, you know, I guess more um, exciting um, during this time of year. But, you know, I don't have a comment, but I will say that honestly, if, if you know, it's a line between increasing, you know, excitement, revenue, notoriety, whatever, and compromising like, you know, ethics and of the game, you know, and it's a balance. Um, this is kind of the first that we've uh, kind of seen this, um, but I'm sure we'll, um, there'll be a lot of conversations going around um, that'll get to like some, some decisions, but you know, that's all I'll say about it. It's an interesting point. Is it gimmicky, Jimmy? Well, obviously it's gimmicky. I mean, it's this whole but thing. But everybody's is, doing it. But here's the thing. Saying, but he, yeah. he, here's what I'll say. There's a different mentality for these games than there are the regular season games. And you have to go in there knowing that. If you're either side, if you're taking it personal and you're going to be, you know, pouting and crying and all this stuff, then toughen up. That's, it's, it's nothing personal. This is what needs to be done. In Especially order to the coach. Yeah, especially the coaches need to understand the situation more than anybody. Um, this is so Billy Donovan was was confused at one point in the fourth quarter, and well, Joe shame and him on had him. a talk. Yeah, shame Joe and on him Billy had a Donovan. Talk. I mean, that's 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 in my opinion, that's inexcusable. Whether you support the tournament or not, it's your job to understand it and right. to understand what you're walking into on any given night. If you're playing a team that has something to play for and they need to do a certain amount of certain score a certain amount of points or win or whatever it is, you better damn well know that. You better relay that information to your players so they aren't – And remember aren't, Friday, Jimmy? I was furious. And and look, it came into play. They gave up an extra basket at the end against the Magic. I'm sure they gave up much more than that over the flow of the game, but they just gave up the final one. And they only would have had to win this by 25 or 21 yeah. instead of 23 if they didn't give up that basket to Orlando. So See, to me – that's disrespectful to the game. It's <laughs> like giving up and saying, "Oh, this thing's over." Like, right. So you can depends you can, how you look at it. You know. Right. You can you can argue it in, in multiple ways. You can say, "Well, how is what what's ethical about playing thirty percent uh, at the end of the game, or right. or taking your foot off the gas?" Or I mean, I get it, but these are adult. Everyone here is an adult, right? Uh, you know, and they know why you're doing it. This yeah. isn't fourth grade rec league where you have to, you know, you can't win by more than 10 points or the kids. So everybody in, right. Exactly. Everyone, everyone in, minutes. everybody out six passes before you shoot. Cause you're up by double digits. No, like Ugh, everybody in, everybody out. The whole post game. I'm almost going to do a 180 on this. Ridiculous. I'm almost going to do a 180. You're about to go full Zanis right now. I'm almost going to do a 180 on my stance. Now I think I might actually love the tournament because it I love it. Makes you ruthless. You have to be ruthless sometimes. This is this yeah, is man. what people want to see. Our best versus your best. You don't want to lose by 30, then be better. Don't lose by 30. No. Don't expect What am I going? Oh, and I'm in. Uh, yeah, tell him, tell him, tell him, yo, keep going. Oh, yeah. You're cooking. No. You're cooking. You don't want to lose by 30? Oh, I'm sorry. Then yeah. don't lose by 30. Go out there right. and play harder. Tell be him. better. You're in the NBA. Don't expect the opponent to lay off you so that you're not embarrassed. That's Don't right. go crying in your cereal because oh boohoo they 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 played too hard. If you don't like it, then match their intensity. You're in the NBA. You're supposed yeah. to be one of the you're you're, you're the the point zero zero one percent of the world at this one particular thing that you do great. So go do that thing if you have a problem with it. And if you're Billy Dunham, shame on you for not knowing what the stakes are and not knowing what the situation was. If you're Joe Missoula, 
good for you for knowing what it was and for listening to your players and actually going for it. And you know what? If you have to apologize to anybody, let it be the other team. Right. You don't want to walk into your own locker room and have to apologize to your own guys because you let them down. No. They get it. They know what the people in the back. Tell them, Jimmy. Exactly. And And Jalen Brown and Drew Holiday. Come off the high horse here for a second, okay? Right. Like you, like your 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 ethics and your you know oh like this isn't what the game is all about and we're better. It's like this is literally what the game is about tonight, Friday night against the Sixers. If you want to go uh, uh, lovey dovey and, and all that stuff, by all means go for it. I don't know how you can against a team that's supposed to be your rivals, but be ruthless, be hard nosed. Me and Joe Sway were talking about earlier if. If the 0708 team had this tournament on the line, you think they'd be you think they'd be pouting about it after the game that they that they won by 30? You think they'd be crying about the fact that they just won by 30 and they embarrassed the other team? I do think Hell no. Doc, like, Doc would have got on his high horse, as a matter of fact. I'm, I'm Doc would have been exactly. like be what are killer. we doing here? Like this is especially that be meeting between the head coaches. And I don't know if that was that initiated by Missoula or was that initiated by Donovan. That was initiated by Donovan. All right, but I, I feel like with no, with, with with all the respect in class, I, I feel like Doc would be like, "Hey, you you know this isn't personal, right? You know," and I feel like he would relay that to the media. Respecting like, the game, Jimmy. I'm telling you, you respect the game by right, playing I mean, hard and by and by playing by the game the way it's supposed to be played. When That's I was telling you Bobby, I was like, "You know what? Like." This is like they have to destroy. They should destroy the Bulls. Like that's just what basketball is about. When you think, when you think about uh, again the situation, the opportunity. I mean, this is all about the tournament. They're not doing this just to do it, you know. So I don't. I, I think you have the perfect excuse to 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 run up the score. And and I, and I, I like to see the Celtics obviously. I, I don't think you know do what they had to do tonight. And and and. You know, I'm, I'm I'm surprised by these comments. To be honest, I really am. No, I think the comments, Jimmy. I think the comments, just way are just trying to show the sportsmanship and respect to the other side. Because when they were out there, Jimmy, they weren't holding back. I mean, they were unloading on them in that fourth quarter. I love the way they played when they got back in the game. It's that competitive fire, man. It's got to take over. That's got to be natural. It's got to be organic. And I was pleasantly surprised because I didn't expect to see that. I mean, they basically, Jimmy, I was so mad on Friday because they just shrugged their shoulders, walked off the court in Orlando, and basically gave up what effectively could have been their spot in this. And they had to do this tonight because they did that. And John was all confused why I was upset about it, but this is why. Like, you made it tougher on yourself to actually be part of this thing that actually looks pretty cool now. Um, Mm. So I'm glad they did what they did tonight. I love the intensity they played with in that fourth quarter. It was their second half was one of their best halves all year. I mean, they just unloaded on the Bulls, got turnovers, got on transition, created good shots. Horford was excellent in this one. I thought Jalen was super aggressive. Even Tatum off the jump ball going to the rim there. I mean, they just played great together tonight, White too. Uh, And it really brought something out of them, I felt like, here. So they can say, you know, I didn't love doing this. I didn't love going back in the game. I don't like these rules. But when they were out there, they didn't hesitate in terms of running up the score and doing what they needed to do here. And they all knew what it took. You don't need to apologize. I get it, Jimmy. I get it, yeah. This is – no, I know you get it. I'm trying to figure out – I'm trying to figure out what Jalen Brown and Drew Holiday are, are crying about. This is not something that you need to feel bad about. This is literally what you had to do to advance. It's not your fault that the Bulls suck. <laughs> and don't apologize for that. Like I said, if you're Joe Missoula and you want to go ahead, you know, and do the respectful thing and, uh, you know, hey, Billy, you know, we have to do what we have to do, fine. I would much rather have to do that 
and walking in on Celtics locker room and say, guys, I know you wanted to win this, but right. Imagine if they blew it tonight. And blah, blah, blah. Not even if they blew it, Bobby, but imagine if, if Missoula pulled, just said, if we're not guys, playing. Right. For, yeah, we're not playing for it. That's what he said what kind of, before you know, the game. That's what it seemed I like know. was going to happen. So I, I was so pleasantly surprised. And big credit to Joe for having someone on that the score, on the bench, you know, having the lineups right. ready to go back in and the strategy with the Drummond thing. I mean, that was impressive, Jimmy. Like, he managed it perfectly. They get up to 35. They lose a little bit. They squeak out a few extra baskets at the end. Hauser gets that free throw, which helped a little bit too. And then they get a stop the other way. It was just – and, again, we wouldn't be talking about any of this if this wasn't a thing. We'd be saying, oh, Celtics won by a million, uh, laid off at the end, won by 10, and good night. Useless game. We're never going to remember. I'm going to remember this. Now, if enough players do have a problem with the score differential and all that, like Bobby said, if they play more games, then maybe they can find a different way to get that tiebreaker to something different, whether it's strength of schedule or whatever it ends up being in the end. But you might be somebody who likes the score differential. And you like the fact that these teams realize that they need to play hard till the end because it might come, might come back to bite them if they don't. Like, that might be the whole draw for some people. Maybe casual NBA fans do want to see a team run up the score and, you know. Jimmy, everyone in my maybe- mentions all week was like, who cares? I, who gives an F? And then today, everyone in my mentions was like, how did they get in? Tell me how. <laughs> <laughs> I think there, I think there's going to be more people who are, again, now it's, it's like anything else, any other tournament. The further along you get into the tournament – the more people take notice, the more the games matter, right? Look at the, the East team. Some fun line. teams in here. The Knicks, the Bucks, the Pacers. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. We, um, oh, I thought we had, I thought we had somebody jumping on, but maybe we don't. I don't see the camera. Oh, right now. Okay, there he is. We do. All right, guys. We, 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 we said the words boomer rage, and I think that was like the, the, the signal, uh, for our, our good, our good friend, Nick Gelso, who, Nick, Nick, I don't know. Um, there's a rumor going around that you sat behind Joe Missoula's I wife did. tonight at the game. And you and, and I'm serious. I, I seriously serious. did. Good for you. Okay. She was very nice. Now that we got that very out of nice. the way. Now that now that we got that out of the way and somebody's messing with here we go. That's there we go. What do you have to say? Well, you're at the game tonight. What'd you think of um the win, but the tournament? I gotta say, number one, I love Bobby's enthusiasm. I've been on Team Bobby about this from the beginning. Bobby, you know that. Okay. I think this is like you could be like trying to be cool. Like, you know, like, no, I don't want to win. But you know what? We bitch all the time about. Can you sit still for a second? We bitch all. (laughs) Taking us on a tour of your place. But we bitch all the time about, you know, non-competitive games or, you know, you know, people not having pride. Right. This team, the Celtics, first of all, like they've kind of not, they've crumbled kind of on the big stage in their own gym two years in a row, you know? And like, I'd have a chip on my shoulder. I think I heard you guys talking about KG era, but like I would have a chip on my shoulder. Yeah, man. Always Celtics. You know, you know that, you know how they would feel about this. Yeah, especially after losing on your own court in the finals Mm. and in the game seven, you know, against Miami last year, it's almost like they got punked. And so show that you have a heart. And I love the bench. Like, man, everybody was so excited. So I was like thinking, you know, what do I like about this? I don't understand it totally. We all know there's issues there. But I'm like, 
I'm an old head boomer rage kind of guy. But if if mm -hmm. if Red were alive, he'd be like, "You play to win. You play to go. win. Mm -hmm. You play to win." I mean, like <laughs> we think it's cool. The old heads who are going, "This is stupid." I don't want to mention names, but Mr. Pie Guy. You know, this is stupid, this is stupid. You know, he was calling me out last night. It's last not, day. it's not a thing. Yeah. Not, no one cares. Yeah, the second Bobby said in season, don't, don't say that. Like, he got so mad, yeah. But the thing about it is, is in, listen, there are still, listen, guys, there are still people who feel that way. There are still people who, who yeah, would their teams much aren't rather in play it safe. Listen. Oh, there, there would be a lot of people tonight that would be spinning. If the Celtics didn't hit their number tonight, there would be a lot of people who are pro tournament that would suddenly not be oh, pro tournament no, tonight. Totally so -tournament. let's just keep yeah, that. Yeah, I get mind. that. That's fair. Let's but let's that go back mind. to Xanus for a minute. So, <laughs> like, no, it's just stupid. It's stupid. Okay, so we're our generation. Like, we we think it's amazing that there were fist fights in preseason games because they wanted to play so much. Like mm -hmm. the old heads, all of us guys are like. It was so much more intense. And there were then. fights in this tournament now. There were fights yeah. in this tournament. Like, there, like there's a fight I was going to bring that up. Between coaches tonight. Like, it feels like the ABA. Like, Missoula's <laughs> getting approached by Donovan. Like, I'm like, this is cool, you know? So, like, I'm in. I bought in. You know, I'm, I'm big on this. So, I'm going to peace out and now. I but yeah, I, I love Joe going for it, Nick. I, I was like so Joe pleasantly going surprised. Same, man. Like Sends the right message. I like Joe going for it. All right, good night, guys. Good night. Um, good stuff, yo, Nick. Nick, good thanks stuff, for joining man. us, buddy. We'll see you soon. Peace, babies. That's the boss, man. Appreciate it, Nick. Jelso. He actually he kept himself together. Um, you said actually. We could yeah, man, he was here. I think that's what it is, too. Yeah, it helps. He's, uh, you wanna, and you know what? Um, one, one other thing. It's, it's like, okay, maybe it's not – whoa. Not a not not obviously with the Bulls, but let's say the Celtics beat up on a team that they might see in the playoffs um, at some point. Maybe that's something that those guys don't forget, and that adds to the intensity later Sorry. on, or just another regular season game later on that isn't an in season tournament game. Well, it's like, a good point, Jim, because they're going to play a team that they could potentially see in the playoffs here in Indiana. Sure, uh, and a fully loaded one yeah. this time. Obviously, they played earlier this season and won by fifty with Halliburton out, but. Much different team. You're going to have Neesmith on the other side. We'll do that whole thing again. They're scoring 125 points a game. It's going to be fun. And it's going to be in Indiana, uh, probably on Monday now. So I'm ready. You know it, Jimmy. I'm going to Vegas. I'm ready for them to meet me there. <laughs> no, we're going to Vegas, Bobby. If you're going, I'm jumping Let's go. In. No, you missed it, man. Jimmy's got us Vegas stories. Don't tell us later. We, we, we got to convince Jelso to let us. We got to somehow make We need the full show his, to go. Uh, We'll yeah, Vegas we'll show? do a live oh, show. We'll, we'll do we'll do one daily on the strip. That could get interesting. When is that, anyways? Uh, when the trip? Yeah. Uh, Thursday and Saturday are the games. Like next week? Yes. Wow. So this is happening. Yeah, Monday. So Monday's they, round one. They play Monday. Yeah. They play Monday. They advance, and then they play Thursday on Monday. In the semifinals. They play Thursday. Got to win Monday, though. Got to win and Monday. Then, then you said Saturday? Saturday's the championship. But they got to win Monday. Wow. One, one game at a time. Yep. They got to win No, Monday. it won't be easy. Indiana. It won't be easy on Monday, no. although you'd rather play them than the Knicks, who if things shut Bobby, out. who are the other teams? Uh, I don't know. Do we know the other I don't know the West, teams? but it's Bucks. Just Knicks the Knicks on and the, the Bucks. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think the West things are uh, – Lakers who, are in it. There's still games on in Tuesday, right? Lakers are the only one that made it before today, right? 
Phoenix is probably going to be in it. They have a huge point differential. Um, Pelicans are in the mix. Kings, and then maybe the Rockets or Timberwolves. So yeah, look out for the maybe Kings. Emei will be out there. Kings have been rolling lately. Well, so the Pacers, but yeah. Rockets are in a tight one with the Mavericks right now. So Emei's hopes. Yeah, man. Oh, that actually down team, three man. With seconds they left. can beat anybody on any given night. One of the, the best defense in the league right now. They're a fun team to watch. Uh, yeah, they're probably um, done, though. You could tell. You could tell. I've been, I got my league pass in this year. Do you uh, do any of, Christmas events? A lot of people hate Christmas. Like you me be personally? Singing, playing Christmas any? Christmas songs? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I got like five gigs over the next two weeks, and uh, I mix in, probably mix in like six or Yo, seven. Yo, Jimmy, right. Jimmy got a tour going pretty much. Look at you. Mix them in. I'm not doing a concert. No, man, that's okay. dope. Yeah. I remember you used to do this every once in a while. Now look at you. You're, you're booked. That's what's up, man. I'm booked, baby. It's Busy, busy I'm gonna give you a great review. I gotta, I gotta go check this out. I'm gonna do this. Yeah, I loved it too. Joe Sway, you were supposed I to. Know it was, man. I know, Joe Sway hasn't shown up. yet. I know, I'm the, the only one. Shit, Bobby. No, John hasn't that. gone either, has he? John hasn't gone. Joe Sway hasn't gone. Joe Sway, you gotta beat John gotta now. I gotta drag John. Son. I'm it. I'm it. Had a lot. No, me. I'm gonna pull up and John's gonna be there. I'm it. Had a lot of fun at Hunter's when he I heard. <laughs> I won't say I won't say anymore, Ahmed. I know you I know he's probably So did I, Jimmy, just a different different right way. My meal was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are making Ahmed look yeah, terrible yeah, yeah. right now. <laughs> no, I'm had a blast. I'm had a blast and I had a blast with Ahmed too. We we always have fun when uh anyone who comes to the to the show always Yeah, that's what he that's what he told me, so anyway, I'm gonna, I gotta go. Bobby. Let's go let, before we we're good way off topic here, but let's reel it back in just for a couple more minutes. The game tonight, just the game itself. What stood out to you? Jalen Brown with thirty points. Um, Drew Holiday came back. What did you? How do you think he looked out there? So obviously Porzingis is still out. We talked to him before the game. He seems fine. Low grade strain. He thinks he'll be back in a week, as uh, Missoula said. But they've gone to Horford in his place, and if anyone had any concerns about him. They are gone. He dominated again in the spot start tonight. Three blocks mm-hmm. within two quarters and change. Uh, six assists. The offense, I know he's not normally giving you double-figure scoring tonight, and he didn't even need to do that because the passing from him was incredible. Handoff plays, finding cutters, uh, posting up and kicking out to three-point shooters off the catch inside. He just moves the ball so well, and he's a much better passer than Porzingis. I know Porzingis changes the offense when he's out there, but you get a different kind of game style with Horford at center that I just really loved watching tonight, and I thought killed the Bulls because the Celtics were cutting all night. How many times did Brown cut back door and score inside off Horford and others? Uh, White was able to get some cutters, including Tatum. So you're able to get Brown and Tatum off the ball more in this mm-hmm. one as cutters, and I thought it was super effective. Uh, did they shoot well from three in this one? It didn't feel like it. I'm going to look at that number real quick. Uh, 43, so they did. Oh, you're talking about but, uh, Yeah, so no, the Celtics shot 43 from three, so they were hitting threes too, but I thought they were able to get to the basket off cuts in a super effective way uh, in this one. And Horford, the defense, he can still switch on the guards at 37. And this is why, Jimmy, when they get to the playoffs and Trey Young hits a few tough threes over him, I, ha- I hate hearing everyone go, oh, he stinks. Terrible defender. He keeps getting... He's guarding the Trey Youngs of the world at 37 as a center. 
Right. There's not many centers, period, that can do that. Never mind a 37-year-old one. So he's well, no, still he's indispensable. Not, he's not doing that uh that that spin move thing to get to the to the rim too. That Cornet unleashed. They're he's so taking, lucky he's, to he's, have he's defending them straight up. Like that's how good he is. And it wouldn't be ideal, Jimmy. And it probably can't happen just because they'll put too much of a load on him. But this does make you think. And again, consider the competition, Atlanta, Chicago. If something happened to Porzingis for a couple of weeks in the playoffs, you might be okay with Horford in there. You might be able to get by. It's not going to you, you It might not be devastating to you. Like he's that good of a backup option here. And obviously, you got to figure out the whole Cornette Cata thing behind him if that happens. I still wish Grant was here. We can talk about that another day. But Horford looks as good no, as we ever. Can't. We can't talk about that another day. Sorry. Once the Dallas game comes around. <laughs> I was going to say, it's going to come up. It's Do you think that Mark Cuban got so annoyed by Grant Williams where he's like, I got to <laughs> get out. I got to get I, I'm done. I can't do it anymore. I'm too close to this team. You know what? This is it. I knew this day would come. All right, I got, this is the day. I got your West teams, Jimmy. It looks here. like the Pelicans are in. Okay. The Zion. Lakers. The Lakers are in. Suns look like Brian they're in. Booker. And... um the kings and timberwolves one of the kings or timberwolves okay probably the kings those are probably some, the kings those are some entertaining teams that don't get people, i like it i mean watching you didn't end up with random teams in here you ended up with playoff teams potential playoff previews and stars i think um, that's what the nba figure was going to happen and if not you yeah. know what if there's a wild card in there then even even the better right i i think they they they, they like the just to, to see what happens when, when, when something's on the line and what, how, how competitive these teams are going to be. We might get yeah. a Celtics-Lakers title game. Wouldn't that be something? That would actually be fun. Um, Drew Holiday, back on the team, back in the lineup tonight. Anything? Um, I thought he looked awesome. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, for sure. Forced turnovers early, passing. Just takes his time with the shots. offense. Doesn't worry about uh, how Didn't many shots, how many attempts he gets. Right. That. Oh yeah. No. No. Defensively, he was he was crisp. Mm -hmm. And he still got those band minutes off the bench, even though Holiday was back, and he looked good again too. Right, Obviously, we had an exclusive. Minutes. We had an exclusive with him this morning, so you can go check that out. Um, That's so right. Tell us access. a little bit about that, but don't give too much away. But tell us a little bit. Mostly talked about his relationship with Drew, uh, Joe because. Joe really seems to love him. Obviously, he hasn't played him a ton early on, but keeps emphasizing, I want to find this guy minutes. He's looked so good at practice. Love his game. Uh, and he's making it pay off. I mean, what was his final stat line tonight? He ended with... Who's this? Uh, bam, bam. Five points. And I got it right here. Boom. Plus 10. Yeah. There it is. Love it. <laughs> I mean, you'll take this from him, right? How about Hauser? Nice little put back Hauser. Down. The shooting oh wasn't my God. there tonight, but that put-back dunk, I think, erased anyone's uh, um, issues. You'll take it. He's so he good. Is he a dunker now? He's doing it all. I mean, he drew free throws at the end, like I said, uh, right before the buzzer and helped maintain that score difference. That was just a dumb foul by the Bulls, though. Yeah, you know what else, too, guys? Yeah. He did uh, get the offensive rebound, though, I think. He grabbed, a, uh, he grabbed a, a, a career-high 10 rebounds. Incredible. How I mean, I never in a million years that. thought we'd see that. I yeah. mean, that was his biggest weakness. More offensive, too. I think that's the part that stands out the most. He mm -hmm. he created those extra uh, those extra possessions, and 
You know, Bobby, I, granted, everybody was so focused on this in-season tournament and what was on the line, but you might be onto something. Or you might be spot on with the um, just to, just to, the, the probably the best second half um, display from the Celtics team, just all around in terms of like the depth and you got a little bit of everything. And obviously we didn't get to, uh, you know, we, we didn't get the garbage time, but still, uh, these guys never, they never took the foot out the gas pedal. And Joe emphasized that tonight. He kept getting asked about the differential and where they're going to go for, and he kept saying, we got to have a good third quarter. We got to rebound. We got to guard. We got to do all these little things that we haven't been doing lately. And that's something we talked about, Jimmy, coming into these last two games here. Is they hadn't been playing well. The mm. offense really slipped. Uh, they weren't moving the ball well. Yeah, you were in worried. This game, yeah. They get to 21 assists, I think, in a change. And they've averaged 24. They end with um, how many in this one? 20, 36, which yeah. just probably shattered their previous high this year on 47 baskets. Defense sharp, forcing turnovers on the boards. This is the stuff Joe wanted to see. And then once it got to the fourth quarter and they were close to the threshold, he said, let's go for it. And that's kind of how it went down. But his emphasis going into this one, he said they never even talked about the rules, never talked about the differential because he felt like if he did, it was going to be a distraction having the players go into the game and say, all right, we got to win by 23. And all the players kind of knew it anyway. But he didn't want that to be the emphasis. He wanted playing solid to be the emphasis, and that's what they did here uh, in this one. But I did see a little extra excitement out of the players. As much as they said, like we talked about earlier, they didn't love doing this. Mm-hmm. They looked like they did on the court. I mean, they were right. flying around, racing right. up the floor, going for this thing. <laughs> so it was awesome. I'm going to stand by it. It was one of the most fun games I've I've been able to cover here. Wild take. Wild take of the year. <laughs> That should have been and a last, bold prediction. And last but not least, Jimmy, you get my text? Oh, yeah, I did. All right. Yeah, we got last but not least here. Let me ask. That um, should be a segment. Last but not least. Let, let, me, let me ask this question to um to Bobby. How about that? Bobby. Uh-uh. Yeah, he's talking to you. Which, which Celtics head coach in history has the highest winning percentage of any coach in NBA history through 100 games? Is it Joe? It's Joe. I think I screwed ding, up. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, kind of did. That's all right. Joe Mazzulla's record through 100 games as Boston's head coach is 71 and 29. He currently has the highest winning percentage of any coach in NBA history. Facts, my dog. Point seven one zero. So I don't know what I just said prior to that, but that's the actual fact. He had the team to do it, obviously, but credit to him. I mean, he was in a tough spot, and he's done – a good job. I mean, I put out the poll, Jimmy. I don't know if you saw it a couple of days ago. Because I want to get the temperature chance, like where are they at on him. Because it seems like people have been going crazy about him. Uh, not enjoying yeah. the way he's been coaching, criticizing decisions, timeouts, all the rest. And this was after the Orlando game. I think the uh, Hawks game hadn't even happened yet. I said, has Joe done a great job? You love him. Good job. Fine with it. Bad job hurting them or horrible job get rid of them those are the four options and good fine with it 60 percent. that was the overwhelming really with about like a thousand votes so people are 60 yeah. percent said they're good with them and I that's mean, the most fair answer i think i mean no. your, I think it is. your celtics are 14 and 4 right now i don't know how you could be anything worse than fine with with him right i mean there's going to be with with most head coaches, there's going to be some things that you disagree with in game. But overall, right now, the Celtics are playing like one of the best teams in the NBA. 
and you really can't overly criticize the like our overarching Boston Celtics. You can find things within games to disagree with, but there's not going to be enough there where you, where you can really make the case. Oh, Joe's not the guy, or you know this team isn't listening, or the you know it's the same mistakes and blah blah blah. You can't really go there yet. So I, I think that's a fair. Those are fair responses, Bobby. And it's good. It's good to get a poll like that. A little uh, gauge the fan base. So that's where we are. Do you guys have anything else? Are you closing thoughts before we wrap this one up here? Keep it up. Keep it up, Celtics. I mean, this is uh, – I was, Big I, was saying, Friday. I was saying this uh, before you hopped on, Bobby. Like, it's just the, the, the approach, the, the focus. It had a, had, a, had a playoff feel to it, you know, regardless of who they're playing against. I know the score was ugly, but – Regardless of the fact, um, I, I think the Celtics can can keep this going. You know, I, I really do going into Friday night. Here we go, Bobby. Oh, that's the that's the that's the poll. Here we go. This poll. Curious about the fan temperature in Joe Missoula right now. Feels low given the overall quality Celtics start. How's yeah, but, and when Bobby showed this to me, he was like, "Aren't you surprised?" I'm like, "No, not really." I was really. surprised. I mean, this is you know the fans are passionate you know angry after a couple yes. of well, they're, gonna, they're gonna look at the record and they're gonna keep things you know obviously in, in, so, in perspective yeah. i mean you've got 75 percent who are either great or good with yeah. joe missoula so that's that's pretty overwhelming 20 percent say bad slash below expectations so those people might just be really hard to please in everything in life you just <laughs> it, it's hard it's hard to know who's answering these questions four percent right? horrible four percent horrible four percent it's hard to, hard to know your audience Four percent are are trolls, and they need help for sure. Um, and that's that's pretty accurate for internet, I would say. So <laughs> you got to give those guys the, uh, the "it's yeah. not your fault" speech, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anything else, Bobby? We got no, we got we got uh, sixes we on Friday. Any, anything we should be on the lookout for there? Uh, Ubre, Ubre, return after yeah. the accident. Yeah. Uh, Keith Pompey joined uh, Cedric Maxwell and I on our latest episode of the Cedric Maxwell podcast, and he says that yeah, he could be available. Um, and if you ask me, I think this is a this is a game that Philly's really going to uh, get up for. Uh, yeah, hopefully he uh, hops they, on the team bus. You I think they're be- really they're really disappointed with what happened the, the last time they played the Celtics team, especially uh, against a shorthanded Celtics team. So I, I think that was going to be. They just blew the Lakers. You might, yeah, they did. They blew them. They blew them out by like what thirty something, thirty plus last night. So 40. they're going to be. Wow. This might be the hardest. They apologized uh, after. I think this will easily be the hardest. <laughs> this will be the hardest game for the Celtics this at this point in the season, and I think this is a perfect timing for it. When you when you um, see what you saw tonight, uh, no Porzingis, but I mean that was that was the case in Philly. So we'll see. I hope that uh, teams that just fell short of the tournament, by the way, Heat lost by seven. They would have been in if they won. Cavs couldn't get the differential, but they won by a lot. Uh, Nets again helped the Celtics out big time, but couldn't help themselves they lose the tiebreaker with boston uh and then orlando after all that misses this as well wow. off the tiebreaker with Boston. that was their championship man tony they blew it they're a young team they'll, i think you try you, you play a few more games next year i think play every team twice extend it get some more sample size in these groups there it I is i think that's the answer and then you won't have the point differential thing jimmy keep it but like it won't come into play like it did tonight I don't know. I might be. I might be all in on point differential now, just because it's. No, like, yeah, you'll keep it, but it won't be as big of a deal if you play a couple times, because there won't be as many ties. If there's more games, right. yeah. But then that would that. And then might, make it make it count for something, like five hundred thousand. No one cares. 
Well, that, that's a whole other story. We have to figure out what, yeah. what else is going to happen because of it. But I like the point differential. It adds a different element to it. That's what makes it different from, like, the regular season. Like, you want to differentiate these games, right? You can only right. can only paint the free throw line so many different <laughs> colors and people aren't going to give a shit after enough, enough time. So um, One other thing, Jimmy, you wanted me to ask. I asked Luke what he's going to get with the 500,000 if yeah. he gets it that pay off the mortgage. Oh, that's that is such a Luke that's answer, a, right? That's yeah. just like a smart, that's a responsible that, player. That, yeah. It's a responsible guy. Smart answer. Do the right thing. Oh, that's, that's the most Luke answer ever. And then maybe he'll have a housewarming party and invite you over Bobby once it's fully, fully. In Lemon day. squares, baby. Must be a fuck. Must he's be a hell of a house if he hasn't paid it off yet. Gee. He's not making he's minimum wage here. He's got to have some big desserts planned if they win this oh, tournament. Totally. Have them lined up. In that's going to be a hell of a house party at Luke's after the game. <laughs> we might have to have you report live on the scene for that. Uh, what a fun night. Funnest night of Bobby's life, I think you said earlier. You said it was the best night of your life, <laughs> yeah. right? No, that's what the comments kept saying, <laughs> which is pretty funny. We're happy it's to be a there. part of it, it's, Bobby. And it's in the happy. running. It's top five, probably. We're happy that everyone uh, joined us tonight. We're happy to be a part of your guys' night, best night ever. Celtics advance in the NBA tournament. They go on to play the Pacers on Monday after a 124-97 Write this one down, John. 1128, you're never going to forget it. In the history books. <laughs> Where yeah. were you? Where were you on this night? Um, 124.97, that's it for us. Once again, thank you to FanDuel. Thank you to SeatGeek. Thank you to Bobby, Joe Sway, and we will see everybody Friday night against the Sixers.